grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Namaste, everyone, and welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet. I'm an evasive quantum healer, medical intuitive, self-ascension intuitive counselor, and your host today for Light Laughter and Lattes, as is always on every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And I want to welcome you all to this beautiful Wednesday, this beautiful new moon. Um, Wow, it is exciting. The energy is fantastic. Hopefully you are feeling it this way. Um, We are in this massive, massive rebirth. And rebirths are always exciting, sometimes challenging, of course, but beautiful at the same time always. So um, I just want to say hi to everyone. Welcome. Um, Hello to everyone at Oneness Talk Radio Facebook and Oneness Talk Radio YouTube. Jump into the chat. It's open. Come and say hi. So hi, Leslie. Um, Thank you for sending blessings. And if you are listening to this via podcast on Spotify or any other Um, of the podcasts out there. Come on in and join us when you can. um, Live Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Pacific time. And I have the call board open. So if anyone wants to call in and ask a medical intuitive question, um, if they want to just join in the conversation, here's the call in number. It's 517-208-1500. And you're welcome to call and you're welcome to come and say hi. So um, I'm going to turn something off here so we don't interrupt the, there we go. And so today, today on this fantastic day, this fantastic opportunity of this new moon, of this rebirth, um, I've had so many people coming to me this week, especially who have kind of said, I want to be more of my truth. I want to be the me that I came here to be. Um, People are feeling this yearning to really step out a little bit more. And so I'm kind of gearing today's topic towards that. And and it's called the keys to ascension. Um, I've been on the path of self-ascension for many, many, many years. Back then, I guess I didn't even know there was a name for it. It was just that yearning that I'm hearing people talk about. Um, consciously I've been on the path of self-ascension for 13 years now, and there are so many things, um, but particularly I've kind of broken it down into 11 key points. Like if I had a half an hour to share with someone, if they said, Jerry, you know, I really want to do this. What are the, what are the absolute things that I need to know? And as I was putting them together for the show, there was so many of them that I did here and there. And I'm like, God, if I only knew what I know now back then, (laughs) right? The woulda, shoulda, coulda, aren't we all so great at that? So I thought, okay, I'm going to put these together. So if someone happens to be catching this new 
um, maybe they can learn something from it, you know, at the get go so they can jump in a little quicker and have a little bit more ammunition with them. And hopefully for those of you who have already been on the path, this will uh, maybe uh, you'll learn a few new tips. If not, then just jump in and enjoy me and we can share this beautiful energy together because we are truly co-creating right now in this new moon. And it's a great time to be around those who carry the ascension energy, if that is your goal, because um, you will have more fuel and more steam for your rebirth. Okay, so I'm going to start right in. Um, the number one thing, what, the number one key to self-ascension, and you know, not only self-ascension, but the key to just living a happier life, to living a better life period, even if your goal is not to ascend, but it's just to, you know, to to live a more fulfilling life where you're at, um, would be love, 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 love of self. And that love comes in so many ways because it is love of the physical body. And it's, it's, saying yes to the things that you want to do and no to the things you don't want to do. It's about putting yourself first. And for those who are used to that, um, it's something that you really have to work at because putting yourself second can be can be like a habit. It can be so familiar to who you are that you don't even know what it's like to put yourself first. So this could be this this could be almost a chore that you have to look at constantly, you know. And when I'm agreeing to this, am I putting myself first? Am I compromising myself in any way? And um, so important. It's something that I've had to constantly work at. Um, and not loving yourself is also being able to accept yourself just the way you are by releasing judgment. And that's a tough one. And it's one I still work on daily. And um, if you don't know the mirror practice, I've shared it quite a bit on my show, but I can't say enough about this practice. And if I would have known now, you know, a long time ago, this is something I would have done every single day. And I didn't, but now I do almost every day. But that's 13 years into the journey, and now I'm doing it daily. <laughs> um, so it's getting a mirror, looking into the mirror, looking deep into your eyes. And this is going to take, you know, looking past the wrinkles, the the marks, the whatever. That's where the judgment first kind of steps in. Is right when you right when you stand in front of the mirror, where does your eyes first go? right? And then when you notice that you're judging yourself, then you love that aspect of yourself for judging because that aspect is just an inner child that's needing love. So if you can look at it that way and not at the, at the perspective of you need to beat yourself up because you're doing it wrong, you know, how good are we at that? So love, love that inner child, love that part of you that that still hasn't loved itself enough and that's doing the judgment. So try lift yourself and, and 
embrace that aspect of you that's doing a judgment. And then once you get past that part and you can look deep into your eyes, because of course your eyes are the gateway to your soul, then you state over and over again, I love you unconditionally. You are safe with me. I accept you just the way you are. I love you unconditionally. You are safe with me. I accept accept you just the way you are. And you repeat this. And I find 15 minutes is a good amount of time. Um, Depending on your energy, you will notice within a few hours, you know, maybe some anger, maybe some sadness, some energy coming up. Your energy field will feel heavy. And that's a kudos to you because that means you've done your job. That means you've given yourself that light and that love that went in and bursted those lower frequency energies of self-judgment. And you've offered yourself a healing, you know, just by looking in the mirror. And it and it seems so easy, but yet it's so hard. I, I can't tell you how many days I've said I'm going to do this mirror work and I've laid the mirror on my nightstand next to my bed and didn't look at it, denied it, denied it and put it away. And when you're denying it and putting it away, it's a part of you that's not wanting to look at you. I mean, look at how subtle something like that is. And so um, I invite you to start looking at yourself because the path of self-ascension or the path of lifting or the path of loving you means you're going to have to look at yourself no matter how hard it is. And you're going to have to love yourself because the love that you're seeking on the outside is the love that you need to be giving yourself on the inside. And as soon as you can do that, you will no longer be seeking. So um, the self-love is super important and the mirror work is amazingly important. And I have a fun little story to share around this. Um, I was getting ready to go on a journey and it would have been a massive expansion journey for me. And um, I said a huge yes when we were in the month of August. And um, I was out with a girlfriend sharing with her. She was asking what she could do to assist herself. She's looking for a partner. She wants um, a new mate. And she keeps attracting the wrong kind of men. And Jerry, why am I attracting these men? And um, I said, well, let's start with the mirror. And I told her the exercise. Well, when I came home, and and this was at a bar, when I came home, um, there was a mirror sitting on my counter. Now, I did not put that mirror there. And I kind of I laughed it off. I knew it was a manifestation. I knew it was for me, but I thought it came about because I was talking about it because that often happens with me. What I talk about will appear. And it, it was actually the message for me that you need to start doing this exercise. And I didn't. And my ego stepped in and compromised my trip. It got in the way and I missed my trip on an expansionary journey. But lesson learned. Um, now, then I then knew what I had to do. And so that mirror stays out. <laughs> and I do that practice almost daily. And I'm going to do a little peek in because I heard a bleep. There's okay. 
I thought someone maybe called in, but I was wrong. Um, so number one, love, love yourself. Number two would be forgiveness. Um, forgiveness is so huge. On the path of self-ascension, if you, if your intention is to lift, and I trust it is if you're watching this program, because that was the key, um, keys to ascension. If you're on the path to lift, that means you're, you're agreeing to move from density out of the third dimension up into the fifth dimension. And the fifth dimension is just a place of total compassion for yourself, right? And that's where the love is going to get you there. It's going to help you get there. And, um, and it's a place of a lot of joy. But when you're moving through there up into the fifth, which is the lift, you're going to be releasing a lot of things in the third dimensional experience in order to get there. And I know for me, it was a huge divorce that I had to go through with a massive release of energy in order to help me get there. And many people the same. In order to get there, you have to leave an old way of being, an old way of thinking, an old paradigm in order to lift out of it. And so along the way, there tends to be many people that offer us the lessons we need in order to get that lift, right? Right. We unfortunately learn through pain. And if you're claiming more truth, you're probably going to come across people who are um, going to try take away your truth, right? Because it'll be the reflection of that part of you that's still not completely claiming your truth. So an example for me was um, I had an experience where my ex-husband had stolen all of my journals. I had piles of them. I had written lots and lots of very like sacred stuff in these journals. Um, and I didn't think he would care or see them or would get a hold of them. I had them hidden. Well, he found them all and he printed out all the pages and he went and spread them out to all of our friends. We had dated since high school. So we knew a lot of people together. And that was literally like, um, you know, someone literally taking my truth and trashing it, right? I had later found notes in my journals saying, woo, she's woo woo. <laughs> and so I, I can kind of laugh at it now because that was in, in reflection, that was a part of me not still totally accepting the truth of who I was. So of course, I'm going to get a, um, an experience in the outer world that's going to show me that so that I can claim more of it. So I had to do forgiveness around that. And so any of you out there also, you know, who, who have released the third and moved to the fifth, or you're getting ready to do that, there may be people along the way that are going to give you your reflection that, um, and, and it's going to require some forgiveness. And if you don't do the forgiveness work, you're going to be holding on to that lower frequency energy of the sadness, of the pain, of the anger, of whatever it is. And to free yourself, you need to, you need to forgive. And so there is a great practice for this. It's a 70 times seven um, forgiveness practice. And I will actually go in and put the link to that exercise below this. So if um, 
above if you're on Facebook and it'll be below if you're watching via YouTube. So you can grab that practice if you have not used it before. Um, I have done it many, many, many times, probably, I bet a hundred, honestly. I, I had a lot of experiences where I had to do a lot of forgiveness and um, Ascension has been um, a passion of mine. It's like the only, one of the only reasons I'm here. It's the, one of my purposes for being. And so um, I, I was quite diligent, diligent about the forgiveness practice. Okay, so another one. Um, keep a daily gratitude journal. This is not something that I've done through the whole process through the, throughout the 13 years. Looking back, I wish I would have. Um, there are periods of it, especially when you're at your lowest point, that a gratitude journal will help lift you very quickly. And it's, you know, you may be at a place where I have nothing to be grateful for. And that's when you know you need to do the gratitude journal or just the gratitude, you can start with your body. You know, I'm grateful that I have fingers. I'm grateful that I have feet. I'm grateful, you know, if you have to start there, do so. And an ongoing gratitude journal helps to relax the mind. The mind will freak out in the ascension process more than once because you're constantly expanding beyond the paradigm that the mind knows. And you're constantly expanding beyond the paradigm of that inner child that feels safe because you are stepping out of a safety zone that it doesn't know. So gratitude will help that and the love that I shared at the beginning um, to even go through the body and love all the parts of the body will help the mind and will help the inner child relax so that that those so that their mind and your body will allow you to keep climbing up the ladder. And so with the gratitude, um, I start with my body and I give gratitude to all the parts of my body, all my organs. And then I go out from there to the trees, the grass, the water. You know, you can go as far as you want with this. And it will literally create a portal of gratitude around you. So you become like this, this portal of gratitude. And the reflections back are so beautiful. I, you know, I can't tell you how many times after I've done this, by the end of the day, I will have three or four emails in my inbox of people offering me gratitude, or I'll get a phone call with people telling me they'll, they're thankful for something that I've done. And that is so beautiful to get that back again, to see the immediate results of the work that you've done. And so gratitude, super, super important. And um, yeah, awesome, Leslie, do that. Um, I, I wish this is something I would have done the very beginning of my journey. I'm doing it now. And in retrospect, I think I could have been further along, <laughs> but I'll just share it with all you now so you can start further along right off the get-go. And so gratitude journal is beautiful and it makes you feel so good when you're done. It really does. And that energy is not only making you feel good, but it is going out and assisting all the people that you're grateful for. It's assisting the planet that you're grateful 
for, you know, it's like a prayer that's going out and helping everyone, not only yourself. And as of course you help you, you also help everyone else as well, because we are conduits for humanity during this process. Okay. So um, after gratitude, make sure to find spiritual family and support. This, it, it is not an easy journey. It is completely challenging, but a lot of fun. And you need support along the way in so many ways. There are times when you may want to give up and you need someone to just be the witness. There are times where you may have a meltdown. There are times where you're going to have the most craziest things in the world happen to you that your mind cannot comprehend. And you're just going to need to be able to share it with someone who doesn't think you're crazy. They're going to actually have to talk you out of thinking that you're crazy. (laughs) And so you need those kind of people. So this community here on Oneness Talk Radio, you will find those people. So if you haven't found a community yet, jump on and watch some of these shows. You will find that kind of community. And and sometimes you may need to start. I know I started with the Healing Touch program. Some people start with Reiki when they're first waking up. And um, somewhere along the way, if you keep saying yes and you keep expanding, you may grow right out of that community. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing because that means you're still growing. So it's important to listen to your gut and to know. I had that happen with me. I started out in a community of healing touch. And at some point, it just wasn't feeling right. My gut was saying that there was more, that there's things that were missing. There's more than I need. And and that's where I found the community that I'm in, the community of self-ascension. So trust yourself, but you need to find community and support. It will make your journey so much easier. Okay. Every, every month we go through a new awareness experience choice, awareness experience choice, and we cycle through those three energies. And this happens whether you were aware of it or not. And in the choice months is your opportunity to say yes to another level of upliftment. But I discovered along the way, it's not just saying yes. You need to say yes, and then you need to like take your staff and slam it in the ground. Okay, so that's what I was told. You need your staff and slam it in the ground. So what does that mean? That means your yes needs to come with an action step or a commitment. So for me, there's been times where I've said yes, and I've found myself on like a plateau, even though I've said yes. And so that's when you're on a plateau is when you need to jump. So it's like the Indiana Jones moment when he reaches out and trusts. So for me, those yeses have meant taking steps into my truth, standing out. And usually for me, it's going on a stage of some sort. If I find myself on a plateau, um, one time for me, it was starting the show. The show coming out, speaking about who I am, and then being seen in my truth was a, a yes with an action step that proved the yes. Another time I was being, I had to, I wrote a song and presented it online. Not something I would normally do, but that was a definite yes that got me off a plateau. 
um, this final yes in August, I stood in front of a church and gave a talk on consciousness in front of you know, lots of people, 250, 300 people. And that was something that would have normally terrified me. But my yes was so big and my commitment was so huge that I had to do it. And those are the steps. And I'm not saying you have to go on a stage, but it's always more about being in your truth and being okay with being seen in your truth. And that, and that is a commitment to a yes that will uplift you to the next step. Okay. Um, creating a vision board. This is kind of, it's been around for a long time and not that you need to create a vision board, but you want to have a goal or a dream or a place that you're trying to get to because we're here to live our dreams. We're here to experience our dreams. We're here to self-realize our dreams and to constantly be in the humdrum does not inspire and it does not lift you. It, it causes a parallel spin. So if you want to lift up, you want to go for the big dream. So what is that? Put it around you. You know, create a vision board, write it out on a piece of paper. And today, my goodness, is the perfect time to do that, right? It's a new moon. It's time to birth that new, to put that new energy out there into the void so that it can manifest. And so to be constantly doing that will constantly bring around you those things that keep you excited, that keep you inspired, that keep you moving forward. And they will, that, that's what you're here to do. You're, you're all here about living the dream and creating the ultimate dream for humanity of a better world. I guess better would be a judgment, but a world of more harmony. I guess that's what I intend to create. So work on that dream and keep taking steps toward it because the steps that you take toward it are going to heal anything behind it that has stopped you from it, if that makes sense. So as you move forward claiming that which you came here to do, in the process, you are healing that which has stopped you from receiving that in the past. And follow your joy. Your joy is huge. Your joy it's in and of itself is a portal to self-ascension. It's like a, a straight shoot upwards. But it, it's not the, the giddy joy of um, needing outer experiences in order for you to be happy. It's the joy of being. You know, the joy of being who you are in every moment. And so find ways to incorporate joy into your everyday. And, and maybe your job is something that still has enough to keep you inspired, but can you bring little things and little pieces to it that will add more joy to it? You know, can you, you know, for me, I always get more joy in getting rid of the humdrum, the same old, same old. I always like something new. I like when there's something that happens in the day that kind of breaks a pattern. So is there little things like that that you can do to insert into your day to change it up a little, to get you more excited? I, I always know that I'm more excited 
when I take a trip and I go somewhere that I've never been before because it's all new, right? And it's all exciting. There's no pattern set in place. There's no, no anything. It's all new. So if you can insert a few things into your daily pattern or schedule that's new and different, um, you can shake things up and add a little bit more joy into it. Learning to be a witness. This one can be a bit challenging depending where you are at on the journey, but it's one of the keys to be ascending. So ascending means lifting up. So if you want to stay lifted up, you have to be able to get used to being up, looking down, not being caught into the drama, but witnessing it, witnessing yourself experiencing things. And this too is a practice and it, it, it takes some getting used to, but if you can remind yourself to do it and, and once you start seeing the reflections of how things work, then it becomes a whole lot easier to be the witness because you know that everything is divine. Everything is happening for a reason and everything is happening through you, not to you. And when you come across this realization, it's easier to be the witness. But um, being able to witness things truly is one of the keys to, to maintaining a lift. Um, being meticulous about your energy and your focus. These are so important, um, especially as you keep lifting. So the more that you keep lifting, it means you're also opening your heart more. And the more that you lift, the more power you have. And the more power you have, the more responsibility you have to really be meticulous about your focus. Because everything you're focusing on is expanding. Everything you are focusing on is becoming a part of your life. And everything you're focusing on is going out and creating. And so you really want to be meticulous about your focus because not only is it going to affect your energy, but it's going to affect all of creation. And so, you know, I like to focus on light things. I like to focus on things that bring me joy. I like to surround myself around light people. I like to surround myself on doing light things. And, and what you eat is a part of this. If you are consuming dense foods, processed foods, animal products, you're consuming fear. And it's going to be a lot harder to move through the energies and to release that fear if you're consuming the fear. And I mean consuming the fear through eating, consuming the fear through what you're watching, consuming the fear through who you're hanging out with. So if, if your goal is to lift and to be light, then keep that in mind with everything you do, everything you watch, everything you consume, everything you listen to, everything you surround yourself with. Um, so think, so think, think light, think pure, and that will help you greatly. Um, along with cleanses, um, I've done several cleanses. Um, they are great, great pattern breakers and great ways to keep your body pure and to keep, keep it light. Okay. And the ego is a big one. Um, 
the ego gets to travel with us on this journey and it is a sly pirate and it will stop you if you are not aware of it and not aware of the subtleties in how it operates. And so the ego is very much attached to the emotional body, very much attached to the mind. And it's that inner child that hasn't been completely healed yet, hasn't been totally loved to the point where it can just relax, release, and let the soul guide. And so this ego needs to constantly be healed. And we can we do this through our loving ourselves, and we do this through the gratitude. And a lot of times it's just a matter of lifting into your divine self where you can see your divine self wrapping your arms around whatever age the young child is that is expressing in any given moment and loving that inner child. And sometimes it means going out and having ice cream if that's what it wants, you know, stopping what you're doing and going and playing if that's what it needs. Um, you, you have to think of it as a little child that has, has needs so that it will trust you it will trust you enough to let your soul lead. And that is the ultimate goal. But until that time, the ego is so subtle. There, there are times where you think that you have said yes, but the ego has actually stepped in and what you have said yes to is comfort and not to expansion. <laughs> and, and, and you will know because unless you are uncomfortable you you may have said you may have said no when you thought you said yes that's how subtle the ego is the path of, of self ascension is uncomfortable a lot of the times <laughs> especially at at an expansionary moment right when you're when you've up leveled yourself and you're moving through it, it it's pretty easy but then you get to the top and you're going to jump again then it's uncomfortable each time you're getting ready to take a new step you get uncomfortable and that's when you know that you're saying yes. So I've, I've learned to discover that some of the challenges, some of the fears, some of the uncomforts are actually signs that you're moving forward because that's an ego and a mind that's going, oh my goodness, what is going to happen now? I'm not familiar with this. So getting to know the subtleties of the ego is so helpful and it needs to be loved enough so that it can just relax and allow your soul to lead. And so the final, the final step that I have put in there besides, you know, all of those things, and there's probably many more that some of you in the chat could probably type in and, and say what has helped for you. Um, the final one is trust. And this is such a huge one that I know everyone on the path of lifting has had to work through. We all have had to work through trusting ourselves, trusting the guidance of our soul. I know when I was shown, when I was 34, so 20 years ago, um, I was shown in a series of dreams, you know, where I was going to be eventually. And I was shown all of these gifts that I had and all these people that I was going to help and what I was going to look like. And at the very end of this was two nights of dreams of me and all these experiences of trust. And these experiences of trust were 
um, actually like athletic feats where I was being shot into the air, like out of a canyon. And I had to trust that I would land and I would go really far. Right. And honestly, I just really understood that dream today. I laughed as I was writing this as I was being, it was more about trusting myself in ascension. That's why I was being shot into the air. So that trust is really about trusting yourself and the steps you're taking along the journey to get you to where you need to go. And that's the soul's job is to get you there. And so you can't, the, the, the quicker you trust your soul, the quicker you will get where you want to go. But you have this ego and this mind to navigate along the way, this ego that needs to relax and allow that to happen. And that's really, you know, the journey of ascension, uh, along with all the other things about, you know, your focus and your energy and doing the work, you know, doing the work. It, you know, I have found that this path of, of self-ascension and lifting is many times has been my full-time job amazingly enough to constantly be aware of what's happening around you and what you're thinking and what you're focusing. So it's, um, it's a fantastic journey. I, I wouldn't have it any other way, but there, there are some things that can make it easier and there are some things that can make it more challenging. Um, I know as you're going through the third to the fifth, you have to pass through the fourth dimension um, I was there for on and off for a year and it was a challenge. There's lots of energies that are not a lot of fun in the fourth dimension that'll cling on to you. If you're not in your trust, you're not in your power. And there's a learning and a discernment where you have to, you know, feel confident enough and know how to release them. And so this is where the support is so nice to have so that you can reach out to people who can assist you with things like that. So there's a there's there's a there's a whole lot of um whole whole lot of different things that that you have to move through on your process. And so hopefully some of these things will help make your journey a little bit easier. And I don't want to end today without I'm first of all I'm going to take a little peek here see what our call board's doing. It's all good. Um, I don't want to end today without pulling a card for all of us. I'm just going to pull one since it is a new moon and a special day. Um, I think it's always great to pull one of these cards and see see what we're all asking for in this moment. Okay. Oh my. So it's benevolent ones love. Benevolent ones love. And that was actually my very first step on the key to ascension was all about loving yourself. So the benevolent ones are here to say yes, right on more, please. <laughs> and I'm just going to read it to you so you can get the full purity of these beautiful cards and exactly how they came in. And it's the benevolent ones, five, love. Gaze into the mirror of your divine self. 
deeply allow your energy to go well beyond this world and become love. This is a powerful process of reconnection to the cosmic Christ consciousness that is embodied within all. Are you able to literally gaze deeply into your own eyes? How do you feel during this process? You're being asked to come home to the recognition that everything is love. The cosmos is calling you to clarity, to release false beliefs, and to empower the energy of your true essence. All situations carry this energy, especially the ones that we feel are the least congruent with it. Your call to consciousness is here. Well, they even talked about the mirror practice. So that's quite amazing how that happened. And so a little bit more love for all, definitely, if nothing else, will make the world a better place, right? And that starts within ourselves, for ourselves, to ourselves. And so I encourage you, if you haven't, to go to YouTube and subscribe to Oneness Talk Radio. There are lots of fantastic hosts here and The more we can get Oneness Talk Radio out to the world, to more people, the more we can hopefully uplift humanity one person at a time. And if you want to contact me, you can go below on my website. I will post um, the forgiveness practice um, below this YouTube, but come on over. I have a blog and a newsletter. Sign up and I do medical intuitive sessions soul charting sessions for people, ascended numerology for people. It is fantastic if you get to find out what your master soul code is because it explains so much of your journey and why your journey is the way it is. And it also offers keys to how to expand. So like I was talking today about the tips to self-ascension, well, there are keys in there based on your journey keys for you personally on your own expansion that are right in your soul chart. You're right in your numerology reading. So it is great to get one of those. Um, Do medical intuitive readings, distant balances, EFT, and many other things. So um, it's been great to be with you all today. Have a fabulous new moon. Go out there and create. And I will connect with you all again next week at 3 p.m. Pacific time on Oneness Talk Radio. Namaste. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure. Please visit jerryhab.wix.com and check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance, and I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, May your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love.